Hello, penny droppers. I'm whispering again. And I think I'm whispering because I've been sitting at my desk in front of my microphone, pondering about what I might talk with you about today. How often do you ponder? And I'm not talking about quickly weighing up a couple of options before you make a decision, but a proper ponder where theories and ideas are teased out, details are debated and new ways of thinking are formed. I love nothing more. But I wonder if pondering is becoming a lost art. I think we used to be quite good at it, but I'm not so sure anymore. Which reminded me of a time which feels like about 100 years ago now. I was staying at Shack, which is a Tassie term for beach house, and I was there with my extended family and some friends. And I guess in what tends to happen in these types of places, each evening we'd find ourselves round the big red kitchen table that was in the middle of the shack, having a big old group discussion and no doubt solving the problems of the world. And I'll never forget one evening when the conversation suddenly shifted because a question had been asked and no one really knew the answer. We were stumped. Now, this used to be when the pondering process would start, right? However, someone quickly yelled out, Google it, and the phones quickly came out as they do. Now, this doesn't sound like a big deal, but the reason I remember this particular moment is it was the first time that my parents had heard that phrase, Google it, let alone watched the Googling happen in real time on a mobile phone. Blew them away. And look, within moments, the answer was found. But the thing was... We didn't return to the conversation as we thought we would, and we probably do now. Instead, we started talking about the act of Googling things and, of course, you know, how it's going to ruin the future of humanity. The good old days. Now, I'm pretty sure that everyone over 35 has had a similar conversation at some point in their lives, probably about 20 years ago now. But in this particular moment, we took this conversation a bit further And uh, just prepare yourselves because there is some genius about to come your way. (laughs) Within about half an hour of us pondering about the lack of pondering, I'd developed an idea for an app called, wait for it, Ponder It. (laughs) Yep, pure genius there. I just thought it would be great to have a fun way to discourage Googling and encourage pondering where we had to use our collective brains to find the answer. And it's strangely, I feel very safe sharing this unpatented brilliance here. (laughs) I've got a feeling no one's going to steal that idea. But look, it seems that even back then, I wondered what we'd lose without the pondering process. Because I reckon somewhere within the depths of pondering lies the keys to unlocking profound understanding. Wow. Ponder that. (laughs) You might need to rewind and hear it again because I did get a bit deep. And look, while I haven't developed the app yet, spoiler alert, as a professional question asker, which is part of my job, I do get to ponder with others often. And it's awesome. And not just for me, but for the person I'm talking with and for the project or the organization or the audience that I'm asking the questions on behalf of. Because I reckon when we help others ponder, We're able to uncover the context, we're able to create meaning, and we're able to encourage clever thinking more quickly and more collaboratively. 
And I reckon when we miss that step, we risk leaving people behind and then we wonder why they aren't engaging or excelling at whatever it is we're working on. Now, pondering sounds quite big and time-consuming, but I reckon there are two words that we can say to almost any answer that will encourage pondering. And I've already said them about four times, I think, in this episode so far. And they are, wait for it, (laughs) how's the suspense I'm building here? I need some sound effects. Have I got any? Oh, yeah. There we go. Drum roll. They are, I wonder. And then you just put something after it. So, I wonder what would happen if. I wonder how we came to that thinking. I wonder if it's going to have an impact. I wonder when those things might start to take effect. I wonder why we're looking at it this way. So, I wonder, and then a W word or H, or I. Don't listen back to that bit. But there is something about those two words, I wonder, that gives people permission to share what they know in an exploratory way, where they really are pondering because it's about exploration rather than interrogation. And that makes such a difference. It is so simple, right? I wonder. Yet it's so absent from most discussions that we have because we're often too quick to provide opinions or corrections or criticisms whenever we hear anything. I wonder why. Hmm, perhaps I should Google it. Time for the segue. Something I want you to Google is the penny drop. Uh, Not this particular thing. That would be weird if it took you just to this podcast, which it might. But I also have a newsletter version of this podcast where you get a heap more stuff. And I would love to share that stuff with you. I'm putting it out anyway. You may as well get it in your inbox. If you go to my website, pennyterry.com, and scroll down, you'll see where you can sign up. It's once a fortnight. It's a bit like this. It's really short. One of the things that I'm working on at the moment is helping people deal with information overload because there is so much of it. I mean, gone are the days where we could just sit and forget the mechanisms that delivered us our information. I think that in order to beat the algorithms, we need to consciously curate what we put in our heads. Uh, So in the Penny Drop newsletter version, I include some things that I'm putting in my head that are keeping me interested that may help you curate your feeds. So sign up. It'll be fun. It'll be interesting. I'd love to drop in your inbox. Okay, (laughs) the puns are getting really bad. So I'm going to talk with you next time.